Hello there, you're listening to the Box Office Show. I'm Ryan Hill. And I'm Spuds McKenzie. Today we're going to be doing our special Halloween show. This is what you get for not having me use a rate or a script. I forgot my name. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Bro, I mean, you could. The script's right there. It's in the other document. I mean, you could just say this. It's same too late. Thing. I already closed out of the window. Well, I mean, you're going to need it later on. But also, the rest of your line is about us talking about the box office numbers, which we're not doing because this exactly. is a bonus episode, bonus. a special episode where we talk about halloween movies and we brought on a guest a horror fanatic he's been at halloween horror nights a bunch of times this year <laughs> he always goes mm-hmm. his name you've heard him before sean tormy says spud mckenzie again or whatever he said <laughs> <laughs> yes horror i love it you know what sucks so how, how's, how's your day been guys i hate you so <laughs> <laughs> ryan <laughs> said Ryan said that if I did yoga, we could bring back the small talk. And I did 40 minutes of yoga today. So we're bringing back the small talk, Ryan. 40 minutes? How did that feel? It felt really good, actually. Did you eat eat any of those frosted cookies? No. Are you kidding? Good. Good. Those are are horrifying. It's my first in a 30-day yoga journey. So we can document that weekly and see how that's going. See how Spuds is doing. Incredible. And that'll... Once we complete the yoga journey, we immediately run the marathon. How, how, I, I went running right after I did my yoga. Did you run today, Ryan? No, I did not. Now, how the fuck are you going to do a marathon? You better start training. Because, <laughs> I mean, I said that was like a thing to do at some point, not necessarily like. The you can't just say, time. yeah, maybe we could run a marathon one day. You got to decide one you're day gonna, sure. if you're, you're going to do it though. one day, then you got to start training now. Start running. Wow. I ran a mile today in preparation. You said do a mar- We talked about this yesterday. He said, we're going to do a marathon. And so I went today and I ran a mile in preparation for that marathon. Let's run to New York for the New York marathon. That's how we get there. That is the goal. That's Relay for life. For cancer, we're going to do it. Happy We run for 160 hours. (laughs) Set a new record. What was your time? Your mile time? I I didn't keep track. Well, it's it's too early. How are you supposed to refine your... Right now, I'm just working on getting good at running, and then when I'm decent at running, I will start tracking my time, my mile times. I'm gonna run every day, and when I can do it without, like, it was bad. It was a bad time. I can say it was probably like twelve something or thirteen something. So I will not be keeping track until <laughs> I can do it in ten minutes. When I get it around ten minutes, I'll start to keeping track until I get it down to eight, and that'll be probably the best I could do. And then we're gonna start working on long distance, going up to two miles, and maybe three miles and four miles. Until we get up to like a 10K. Well, four miles is close to a 10K anyway. But 
<laughs> I don't know why I checked my watch to <laughs> convert miles. <laughs> I didn't even see a watch to... <laughs> on your wrist. I thought you were just looking at your wrist. There yeah, there is nothing. No watches. <laughs> Got him. Oh, yeah, trick or treat, bro. That was a trick. This is the worst Halloween ever. If you gave Sean the trick, does that mean I get the treat? Oh, my God. And goodness. I have to end the call. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Halloween special. <laughs> I'm Spuds McKenzie. That was the scariest thing you'll hear all night. <laughs> yeah, I will join you. I, again, that was like a thing to do later on. I'll join you in the spring. That's when I'll start my running journey. Wait, you're going to wait in I mean, the summer? Rain? I mean, if I, if I run consistently until spring, I will be literally miles ahead of you. Uh, you better you're gonna have a, a hard time keeping up oh that'll be fine you can show me the way show me the way up. i'm still getting goddamn discord notifications it's coming in on my fucking headphones <laughs> sorry well, we can't hear it so anyway that's good you keep talking about the halloween special while i turn off all these stupid notifications yes well in this conversation we are going to talk about black christmas also known as Stranger in the House, apparently. You didn't know that. Really? Wait, is that yeah. actually... Is it really called that? Yeah. I did my research, I mean, too. I when I looked it up, oh. that was an alternative name. And then also Scream, which I will not be contributing to because I didn't see that. Wait, which black, which black Christmas did you see? Because there's three of them. The very first Original. One, from 1970. Yeah, okay. It's a good one. Which one did right. you see, Sean? I've seen all three. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was one. I didn't know there was a second one. I knew there was the 1974 version. I knew there was one they did a couple years back in like 2018. I didn't know there was one in the middle. There was one in the middle in like 2006, and it's just really Mm. weird. It it's like a lot of weird inbred incestual things. I'm not gonna lie to you. I there's literally a scene where someone eats like an eyeball, and don't (laughs) so don't like look it up if you don't like gore. But it's just they make it really weird. They people try and forget about that movie. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Why did you employ the McConaughey chant for that? I can, you, I can you, get behind some gore. I you can, leave Spud I've seen alone. Some gore things. <laughs> yeah. Bro, Hex Spud. <laughs> Spud's going to fuck you up. Spud's going to run a marathon Shut and you, kick man. your ass. Yeah, right. We have to eat the pasta before, right? Or after? Ooh, if I eat pasta, ooh. I mean... <laughs> maybe plain pasta, maybe pasta that's not covered in sauce. I could probably do, or like a tomato sauce. I feel like a tomato sauce, I get like acid reflux. Like not cooked pasta though, so it's like just like the like noodle. crunching it. Yeah, yeah. so you just like take a big bite. Just out of it. crunching on noodles. <laughs> I just have like a fanny pack on, and I'm pulling out like <laughs> uncooked rigatoni and just chomping on it. Every mile, you have just, to at least get a couple in. I surpass all the people around me because they're just so freaked out because I'm the guy eating uncooked <laughs> pasta that they just have to stop. They turn around and run the opposite way of the marathon. I win the marathon. <laughs> Man, I love Luca. <laughs> favorite story. Inspiration. Did you ever watch that, Dylan? I didn't. I never did watch Luca. What? I never did. You're not allowed to laugh at that joke. You didn't even see. I, well, I was laughing at our conversation about Luca, where we said we were gonna do the pasta marathon. Oh yeah. <laughs> see, it all connects. That's amazing. That's yeah. what I thought the reference was to Dylan running a marathon. I thought that was the inspiration. I thought it was like no, yes, do the pasta in the whole. Independent of that, we've decided yesterday. again. To yeah. do the marathon. This is the second time. Yeah, yesterday we were at a Relay for Life event at UCF. And it was the Halloween event, and we were talking about Relay for Life, and we wanted to do it because it's just walking. And then Ryan was like, 
what is this inspired by? And they were talking about how it's because of a doctor who ran for 24 Luca. hours straight. <laughs> yeah, it said, Luca really got to me. <laughs> no, but a doctor, some doctor ran for 24 hours straight to uh, raise awareness for like cancer research. And so inspired a bunch of Relay for Life hmm. events. And so they run all night. And so it like starts at like 8, 4 p.m. and goes till 8 a.m., I think. So it was like an all night thing. All so right. we're going to probably do the relay thing. And then he was like, I bet I could run for 24 hours. No. He's like, how? And then we were talking about how far that would be. And we were like, if you did run for 24 hours straight, you could get up to probably 100 miles in distance, even though it's like impossible to actually run for 24 hours straight. But then we talked about doing a marathon. And so now we're doing a marathon. Oh, that's cool. If he starts training. Bro, I mean, we said again. I was saying at some point. I said in my that's on my bucket list. I didn't. Yeah, say it's not even on my, my bucket list, and I'm training for it already. <laughs> Get out of here, brother. Yeah, pick it up, Ryan. You want to cross it off your bucket list? Put in the work. You really want a guy named Spud to beat you? Come on now. Yeah, no, you don't. It's my favorite thing right now. Is my man Spuds is gonna get Spuds. himself a, a a medal, and you're not gonna get shit. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to take it down and whack your legs. You oh can't complete the marathon. Give you, you just, you just escalated that really, really far. You can take my legs? Yes. What are you, a mobster? Go take your knees. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, anyway, Black Christmas. Are, they don't appreciate your usage of the pasta during the run. Yeah, they said, <laughs> forget about it. Oh my they said, how could you? You're crushing your mother's spirit. Ma! This, on the day of my daughter's marathon. This is just, this is just the Italian Good episode, and not the Halloween special. Yes, yeah, you're right. Stuff. Let's stuff. So, yeah, Black Christmas, something we've all seen. <laughs> the 1974 version. The We're, we're trying the to focus version. on slashers this, uh, this Halloween special, and so I thought of no better slasher to bring up than the original slasher, Literally. in my opinion. The first slasher, Black Christmas from 1974, directed by Bobbert Clark. It is... Bobbert? His name is Bob. I just call him Bobbert. Okay. No, no, yeah. His <laughs> name like, is Bob Clark. Yeah. Remember, remember, Ryan, there's no script. You can do whatever he wants. I can do whatever. <laughs> well, you did this to me. He's not. I'm <laughs> you you my brain. made Bobbert, Ryan. If you had put a script, it wouldn't have been this off track. I would have been sticking to it, but no. Now I'm just <laughs> going crazy. Spuds is off the rails. <laughs> Anyway, Black Christmas was directed by Bob Clark, and it is an absolute masterpiece. It is terrifying, it is electrifying, it is original, and it sets so many of the tropes we see time and time again in a lot of the slashers we'll see since then, especially things like Halloween and Jason and well, I mean, uh, it also, Nightmare made, on it also helped the Scream, too. All the phone and calls. Scream, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All those big, the whole phone call theme is a good reference in Scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the killer, the call is coming from inside the house. That whole uh, cliche came from this movie specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first person perspective for the, the killer is originated in this movie. The final girl is originated in this movie. <laughs> I hate you guys. I should have written a video for this. We've done nothing wrong. Recorded video. We're just, we're just nodding our head. We're agreeing with I'm you. Yeah. Yeah. We're just so happy to be you on right now. Spuds is on the roll, bro. But yeah, I just I really love this movie. I think it's very scary. I think there's a lot of cool facts about it that we'll get into. And I just love that it set up so many of these tropes that have just been stuck to for 50, almost 50 years now. It's about to turn 50 in three years. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Slashers. 50 years of slashers, guys. That's what we should do. In three years, we do a 50 years of slashers, and we just do all the hits. This, Halloween, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. What else is on my wall? Let me see. The Shining's yeah. a slasher. Um, oh, Chucky's technically a slasher in a way. So is Texas yeah. Chainsaw, kind of. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw is close. So close. Texas Chainsaw... So Black Christmas was a Canadian-made movie, right? And so it was released in Canada on October 11th in 1974. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is an American movie, and it was also released in America on October 11th, 1974. So they came out the exact same day, but because Mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not following, like, the specific kinds of tropes that Mm -hmm. are set up by Black Christmas that all the other ones tend to go by, I like to hold Texas Chainsaw Massacre as its own no, iconic totally, thing. I agree Because it's just, it is just art at its peak. It is just, it is better than any other horror movie that I've seen almost pretty much. It's just so flawlessly done and flawlessly made and terrifying that is like, it is beyond the slasher genre. The Black oh, yeah. Christmas is definitely like, as a slasher, stands alone as setting up all of these tropes that have been followed for literally 50 years. Yeah. Which is crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Anyway, what did Ryan? You saw Black Christmas for the first time Ryan? last night. Yeah. You are not a big horror movie guy. Very he true. hates horror movies. Are you? Are you? <laughs> it's just the idea of you watching one. It just fills my heart with a little bit of joy. <laughs> I wanted to get him to watch a bunch of them. Like I wanted to be like, we're gonna pick four horror movies. And you're gonna no, watch I'm all of them, four. Ryan. Like, Ryan, you love something. You would love to. Ryan would we were love gonna, the thing. Ryan, you would love the thing. Because it's not even that scary. You would like it. You I'm just, sure I would. Ryan would appreciate it, if anything. Yeah. But I wanted him... Yeah, for slashers, I wanted him to watch this, and then Scream, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, even though it's not technically a slasher, I still wanted him to watch it. And then probably Halloween was going to be the other one I'd pick. Which, to be fair, I also saw the first time, like, five days ago. <laughs> I had never seen... Because I could never find it anywhere. It was on HBO Max for a while, and then I never just got around to it. And then I had to download Shutter, which is the oh, horror screaming channel. It's which, ah, oh, shit! I gotta cancel my my free trial. Yeah, you do at some point. Yeah, it's so nice uh, for nothing that anyone uses. Yeah, there's nothing on there except Halloween and also Carrie for whatever reason. So I might watch Carrie and then cancel it. But yeah, I watched Halloween for the first time. I thought it was great, and then we can talk about that later too if you want, because we'll have time, and it ties in. Almost, it ties in almost perfectly with Black Christmas in a lot of ways, and we'll get there. But Ryan, you don't like horror movies. It is one of the genres you don't normally touch because you're too scared by them. Yeah. I do not enjoy getting scared. So what did you think of watching Black Christmas at midnight last night with the Christmas lights on downstairs? I was nearly falling asleep some of the time. I, I, I did see you were very tired. Because yeah. you were so I was... scared, you almost pissed your pants. <laughs> no, you I don't know about that, but yeah. I was definitely about to. You shoot. did almost piss your pants. You, as soon as the movie ended, you ran to the bathroom. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with well, you being scared. Ryan, it's not a credit to the film, though. It has nothing to do with the scares. It has you can to say be that about you every film. I'm yeah. about to piss myself in <laughs> You almost did that at James Bond, too. I just realized we yeah. saw No Time to Die. You went before and after. Overhydrate. Well, yeah. You go before so that you don't have to go for most of it, and then afterwards, 
You got the whole third act of every movie is Ryan just crossing his legs, hoping he doesn't piss himself. <laughs> every single movie. Mm. Anyway, Ryan, your thoughts on Black Christmas? <laughs> For the record, my bladder control is impeccable, so I've I'm very well trained at this point, so I can get through a three-hour movie. Yeah, someone trained you. <laughs> I trained myself. What's he talking? He's a master of his bladder. Indeed. I agree, Spuds. Very well hydrated. So, anywho, why are we talking about Black Christmas? Yeah. I mean, it's very solid stuff. It is very clearly, I mean, it established the slasher subgenre for a reason. It is very well constructed the way they do that whole bit about the phone call. Um, like, it's very creepy when you hear that stuff on the other line. The final girl trope thing that they do, which I thought was interesting how they sort of played around with who it was going to end up being. Um, because Jess was not who I thought it was going to be at first. Yeah, um, I agree. So they... When I first watched it, I thought it was going to be Barb. Right. So I like how they sort of subverted the expectations with that and sort of balanced a bit between like the characters that would take on the mantle of being the main one that's in the sights of the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most of them get dispatched, but Jess was able to uh, survive until the end. Um, so I like that. The It was interesting how a lot of it, I didn't expect a lot of the comedy that was in that thing. Um, like they gave a lot of depth, or at least just entertaining moments to many of the characters. I forget what her name is, but the chick that was always just down in random bottles that oh, she had the, stashed. The Mrs. Mac, the yeah. house, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the mom of the house in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was funny. And then was it Barb that was the raunchy one that did yeah. the whole fellatio yeah. thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was funny. And then the payoff of that, the one cop just laughing a minute and a half as the other detectives like, oh yeah. <laughs> He, he's, he just doesn't get it. He's like, oh, is it some kind of dirty joke? And then they just keep laughing. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Moments like that, like very drawn out moments of levity, I thought were very interesting in it. Um, and then it also looked, I mean, a lot of the Christmas lights in the background and whatnot, the mm-hmm. feel of it, especially when they're going through the park and it's like very gold frigid and whatnot, um, was definitely an interesting atmosphere that they created for it. Mm-hmm. And I do like the way that they framed what was the mofo's name? Peter. Peter, Peter. the boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. yeah Where they framed him as like definitely overbearing and um losing his marbles gradually. And so You know who that was? Who was playing Peter? Absolutely not. I think you're gonna tell me. Name. It's Dave from two thousand one a space odyssey. Yeah. That's Dave. who it was. Thank you. Crazy. I was thinking about that the entire time when we, we were Kier Dulia. Kier Dulia, which is a really cool name. But yeah, I think it's funny. He did, he did like two of the two movies that I just absolutely love that have nothing to do with one another. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that sort of like angle to it of giving us like this very intense red herring, mm-hmm. um, which I always... I don't know, because I would have liked had they leaned fully into that, because it they'd have to change it a bit to make it fully 100% make sense. Um, but in the back of my mind, I was always saying, oh, it's going to be somebody else. There's going to be some twist. There always usually is. Um, and what the twist was, I don't know if I was entirely... So it's just some random mofo that's up in that No, they, yes. they want you to leave you guessing. It could still be anyone that was alive, technically. 
like that's what they do in a lot of horror movies that don't reveal their killers that like they want you to think it's someone that's still part of the cast but like they don't develop enough so with this mm. one that that's, that's why they made the trope of like who is it what's your theory kind of thing mm-hmm. but i did like the way that they had the call at the end and ooh, that there were two shots that were very creepy in the whole thing they both had to do do with like eyes when she was when she finds Barb and Phil, Phil. And, and Phil, yeah. they were like on the bed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, when she does that, and then it pans over to just the one eye peering out of the like door. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, the door. I was like, Ooh, like that sent shivers down my spine. I was like, oh boy. Um, and then the other one towards the end when it had <laughs> the cat underneath the bed <laughs> and its eyes that were just glowing. Um, that was also quite effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also thought some of the, like the kills in this, very brutal. For the yeah, time. I imagine. It was... Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. The one on I don't remember if it was what they're like for names. It was either mm. Phil or was Barb, but the icicle on the bed. Oh, it's Barb. When oh, they, so when they cool. kept cutting back and forth, and like that the kids, was also the kids good. outside were singing to it. I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. The one that always scared me was Mrs. Mac, where he's like very strenuously holding the hook back and he's like mm-hmm. breathing really heavily and she finally turns around and he just throws it on her like it's just so cool and then he just pulls her up into the attic oh mm-hmm. it's oh, absolutely that, that brilliant part, that part creeped me out the first time i watched it i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah she's dead by hook and then just pulls her up I'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah dude it. it's brutal it was gruesome for Especially sure in the 70s mm-hmm. i know but well, yeah i, I do really love the cross-cutting they did between the Icicle coming down, and then the people singing a yeah, Christmas carolers. Carol. I like, love things like that, like big juxtapositions in tone versus something else that's going on. So, yeah, that was quite interesting. But yeah, Sean, what about you? When did you first see it? And then you rewatched it again recently, right? So what's yeah, your, what's I rewatched it actually yesterday because that's when you messaged me being like, we're going to do black Christmas and you, you got screams. I'm like, okay, I'll rewatch black Christmas. I don't need to rewatch screams. I've, I've seen that like 30 times. Um, yeah. I first watched the original black Christmas. I was 13, 14. It was mm-hmm. before high school. And the only reason I knew about it is because I saw this video of the 2006 one. And I'm like, there's a movie called Black Christmas. And I was confused. I, I couldn't tell if it was a horror movie at the time or a Christmas movie. But at this time, I still love horror movies. So I, I watched the 2006 one. I said, I said, ew. And I, then I re-saw that it was a remake. So I watched it then. And I, I enjoyed it because of just, I love older style movies. And especially mm-hmm. most of horror movies. Because like, like, if I could go back in time and just see it like a horror movie, then like Jaws or something like where it was like super scary for the time, I know I would have loved it even more. Yeah, so 13, and then I saw it again yesterday. And I thought, I've only seen the original twice. I've seen the newer one twice, and I saw the 2006 one three times. So mm. I wish I didn't, but. <laughs> he said, I can't help it. I just got to keep watching it. I got to keep watching it eat these eyes. Dylan, <laughs> if, you, if you watch either of the remakes, I know you'll just, you'll be, like disappointed and like i was thinking sad. about watching the the newer one from 2018 because i didn't even know there was one from 2006 but from the stills it kind of looked like the the way they were going about it was these women banding together to fight the serial killer well the serial killer is like a it's like a fraternity it's it's 
It's literally uh, like a whole. It's, like a group it's a guys. whole. I'm not really gonna say much about it. I know yeah. you won't watch it, but pretty much it's this whole idea of like, and I'm not trying to bash on any like group of people or anything like that, but it is it's like feminism, like that's a big topic in it. Yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. there's like a big part where like the main character was also a rape victim, and, okay. and like her her best friend is a hardcore feminist and like hates all guys mm-hmm. like that. But like the fraternity plays a big part in it too. So they they like scrap the old some old ideas and bring in new ones and it's just like the writing is bad and it's like the way they challenge the topics is not presented itself in the best way the thing is like the way they're going about it is it sounds like it's at least very different and it could be done well so i'm willing to watch it to see where the missteps fall mm-hmm. in terms of how they wrote it because it seems like it could be successful with the ideas they were trying to approach it with because now it's yeah. original instead of just a straight-up remake so i would be willing i might i may watch it one day if i'm super bored and i find it somewhere the main thing that gets to me is that the is that the the best friend character that's like the hardcore feminist that likes like the like the the hardcore righteous activist is a mm-hmm. complete contradiction because like there's like this there's a scene where the 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 sorority has to do this thing with the fraternity because it's like they're supposed to or something i don't know the, the specifics it's like greek life stuff yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. and as a message like from the sorority four of the girls do the you know like the mean girls thing and the way they get in like the santa claus outfits and yes. they, like sing well they they wrote a song and they perform it about rape and like and how the fraternity sucks well the main character like i said is a rape victim and one of the girls that was in the four like had to bail out because she wasn't feeling well or she had to go i forgot the main reason and the best friend is like telling her to do this like, hey, you need to do this. This is like an activist thing. But the person that raped her is there, is part of the fraternity. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, I can't. Like, he's out there. It's all that. And she's like pushing him, pushing her to do this. And she keeps saying no, but she keeps pushing her to do this. I'm like, you're contradiction yourself. Like, you need to let her be if this is a big problem to her. And it's like that throughout the whole movie with her. It's really That kind of sucks. Yeah. And she has like, the, the psycho has a boyfriend too. Which and like she treats him horribly as well. It's so weird. I don't understand mm. the writing with that. But you know, it's I may check it out. It's not the worst. I mean, it's a it's a good one time watch, especially if you just don't care about what you're watching. Yeah, I understand that. I may check it out one day. Anyway, I also want to talk about Black Christmas because there's a lot of cool things they did in terms of how they're filming the stuff. Of course, mm. they invented the first person perspective for the serial killer Ooh, in that. Very true an overwhelming amount of shots of the killer are from his perspective. And the way they did that is the whole performance is done by the cameraman who developed a shoulder rig. One of the first shoulder rigs you could do for a big camera. He basically had it on his shoulder and so you could see there's some shots where he's going down the ladder. He's only using one hand as he goes down and there's other shots where he has two hands out and it's just a big shoulder rig. So that it stays on his shoulder without falling off without any assistance which is very innovative and very cool for such an independent Canadian production. Good job, Canucks. And uh, <laughs> another cool thing What'd is... What you call them? Isn't that, isn't that Canucks? Canucks? Isn't that a thing? That's <laughs> a thing. Saying? I don't know if that's a thing. Is it a thing? I'm Googling it. K-N-U-C-K-S. K-N-U-C-K-S. This word is a slur against Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> this word is very much... Maybe it's K-U-N-U-Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. Canucks is like 
a team. Bro, is that a like baseball a term? team? No, it's a hockey team. You think uh, they have, no, of course it's hockey. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, the Canucks is like a team, and it's also something you can call a Canadian. I'm not wrong here. I'm not. Mm, I'm not insulting way. anybody, I swear. That's something, that sounds like, like what someone would be insulting with say, Dylan. I promise you. Spuds McKenzie does not hate Canadians, I promise. You're right. Spuds is actually Canadian, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Spuds was on the Canucks team, actually, for a couple Ooh, of years. Impressive. Yeah. He, he made no shots. Anyway. <laughs> Another cool thing they did is the person who was doing the voice, like Scream, they have one person who's doing the phone voice as opposed to the same person doing the voice and doing the performance. And the person doing the voice in order to get this sort of distorted sound would sit upside down on top of his head as he was recording to get that sort of squished sound as he made all these gross screams and like guttural noises and did all these impressions of different types of people, all these gross sounds. And I think that's super cool. I think it's innovative. I think it worked really well. And I, it, scared, it still scared me. Like, listening to that man make noises on the phone is terrifying. Let me tell you. Oof. A lot of, a lot of gross, gross noises. And For sure. the last thing I wanted to bring up is there's a cool story about Black Christmas. So the director, Bob Clark, after he made Black Christmas, he had a meeting with John Carpenter about making a movie called Prey. No, a movie called Prey that John Carpenter had written. And it was basically about a group of kids like John Carpenter had been inspired by Black Christmas to write this. And he actually got to meet Bob Clark in hopes of directing it. And it's basically about these teens who were in the Appalachian area who get hunted by these like incestual uh, Civil War type like tribes in the Appalachian mountains. It's like, like redneck country, white people who like kidnap them and torture them and eat them because they're cannibals and stuff. So he's clearly like inspired by oh, the so war efforts. Turn. Wrong turn. Yeah. The movie, the wrong turn. Not Is wrong that a thing? Turn. Is it wrong turn? It's, it's not exactly the same plot, but like the villains or things are mm-hmm. like cannibals. I yeah. believe it's wrong turn. There's like six of them. And I'm pretty sure it's wrong turn Jeez. where like these, these people, they—it's like these weird, like I don't think they're incest people, but like they're—they're mm-hmm. they're very much cannibals. I remember watching the first one because it was just so gross and weird, and they—they they just yeah. like, I think it was like 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 you said, like a group of kids, not a group of kids, but like it's like, like teenagers that. who are yeah. like just like hiking Absolutely. in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, I don't know if it was Appala- Appalachian Mountains, but I know I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's like that. And I think the wrong turn—I think it was wrong turn. I think it's like very similar to what you're saying. So. They could have been like inspired by the story and were like, yeah. oh, we could write it because Prey never got made. Basically, is what happened oh. is they John Carpenter wrote this movie and he was like, Bob Clark, please make this. And then while they were having conversations about Prey, John Carpenter was like, would you ever consider making a sequel to Black Christmas? And Bob Clark was like, I've thought about it, but I decided that if I'm going to do a horror movie, that this is going to Prey is going to be my last horror movie because I wanted to part from the genre and do a bunch of other things. But if I was going to do a sequel to black christmas it would be about the killer being caught and he's in a mental asylum he's being treated for a long time and then one night he escapes and he goes and he kills a bunch of people on halloween and it would be called halloween (laughs) and he tells this to john carpenter and that is a big push for john carpenter to make this movie because at the same time he's also writing this other movie which is about called the babysitter which is about a group of babysitters who are yeah. just getting hunted. And so he takes 
the babysitter. He takes this idea that John Carpenter gave him about what the or that Bob Clark gave him about what the sequel to Black Christmas would be, and he makes Halloween. So in in essence, Black Halloween is the spiritual sequel to Black Christmas. Interesting, which I think is very very cool. And if you watch yeah. Halloween, you see a lot of the same techniques being used. You see first person perspective. You see a lot of heavy breathing from the serial killer. This ominous shape targeting teenagers and killing them one by one and you see the final girl you see all kinds of cool cool things there's no phone calls in halloween what are you talking about yeah there are there's, there's like multiple one. are there like not there's one. I it was like two like one or two there's not a lot also dylan i was right it's called wrong turn it's mm-hmm. it's it's um this there's six there's actually seven films now but there's some some of them are remakes but it was the first six films focused on a various family of deformed cannibals who hunt and kill people in West Virginia in horrific ways with a mixture of traps and weaponry. I remember watching the mm. first one because the names of the cannibals were weird. It's like a mixture of Texas Chainsaw family, like their family, and then like yeah. this, what you just said. whatever. Yeah, it, it sounds like that's what it would be, yeah. Was, God, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love the original. I wish I could have gotten you to watch it, Ryan. One day. I'm going to get you to watch it one day. Get Ryan, Ryan sure. to watch the original, but then get him to watch the fourth one with Matthew McConaughey because it's just so funny. Ryan. Who is we in can watch Texas it with Matthew James McConaughey. Yes, he was in the fourth one and his agent. I forgot about that. His agent and him were trying to like bribe them and like like blackmail them to release in the movie because they didn't want it on his record, but it's been released <laughs> and it's really bad. It's really, really bad. <laughs> Didn't he talk about it in his book? Because we both read his book, Ryan. I could have sworn no, he said something remember. about Texas Chainsaw 4. It came out in 2004. It was like a brief paragraph or something about how it was just like a stepping stone in being famous. I remember him talking about him working on being a serial killer and how much he hated it. But, <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we could watch Texas Chainsaw and then watch the Matthew McConaughey Texas Chainsaw 4. It's so funny. Wouldn't it's that true. be fun, Ryan? It's so funny. Good yep. double feature. It was the fourth one right here. Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Oof. <laughs> what, a, what a fun one. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so bad. That's Sorry. very funny. Anyway, that brings us into a more more modern sort of horror movie. Or Which... do you want to let's let's rate Black Christmas first before we move on. Well, yeah, final thoughts. Well, um, again, I don't know how to. This is what happens when I don't have a script, Ryan. Is I'm thrown for a loop. Spuds, is, uh, you keep Spuds blaming me. I mean, I start talking about I'm Italians and cannibals. That... It just gets up way off the rail. I'm gonna have to really edit this show. Like, really take my time. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> just let it be completely incoherent. You think Spuds is gonna edit it? No way. I mean, you just let's hear. Okay. Um, the rating. Ryan's really thinking about this one. I mean, because I, I mean, it's solid the way that it does the things, and there were a couple times where I was fighting, but I was also fighting for falling asleep so many yeah, times. Yeah. I do it's wish also, we could have watched it earlier in the night. I will say, right, and it's also again not necessarily a genre that is your favorite. I typically enjoy anyway. So, like, if mm-hmm. a film is truly delivering on the thrills and whatnot, I mean, my enjoy or on the frights and stuff. Like my enjoyment level probably isn't that high because that is not what I want to be seeing. Um, but not that this was like too bad or anything. Um, but I don't know. I'll probably give it a three point five. Yeah. Wait, Sean, three point five out of what? What are we? What's the 
star system. Singing children? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. First person point of view? I don't know. Dang. Uh, Five bloody unicorn glass unicorns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 3.5 bloody glass unicorns out of five hmm. brilliant and your take sean i'm gonna give it a four because of it's literally the stepping stone of so many movies that people don't realize like people think like not halloween but like halloween and like other slashers came like before just because they have like these big names but black christmas in my opinion set it all up too it's just too many things you see in Black Christmas that you see in other movies, and people just don't know that. So I think people should go. I think people should go watch it. I give it a four out of five as a big horror fan. I mean, it's dated. You gotta remember that. But there's just some good moments in it. I don't, and I think as a horror movie, it has a good plot for once. <laughs> a good horror, good horror movie with a plot. For me, because I think. Even though it's dated, I think it has a lot of great effects for such a dated independent movie. I think it's got a lot of good scares, especially the first time I watched it. I was very frightened watching it. Uh, And because I love how scary and how far it goes for a movie from 1974 Mm -hmm. and how well done some of the effects are and some of the editing is done to sell that effect and how good the story is for a horror movie, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5 bloody glass unicorns (laughs) i think as well the reason why i think at least the slasher genre if you like go like all like the original movies the reason why i think they're genuinely scary than some movies is because they are the most realistic type of movies it's just a person in a mask or just a weapon and they Mm -hmm. kill people there's nothing spiritual that's sci-fi about it yeah like that's why i haven't actually like it happened (laughs) yeah that's why I never watched slashes as a kid is because that idea always scared me the most out of any kind of horror movies. It's just somebody with a knife, just stabbing people or just killing people is like terrifying to me. So I haven't seen most of the slasher type, like Nightmare on Elm Street is of course spiritual and it's still a guy, even though it is a man haunting you in your nightmares, it's still a man (laughs) with with knife fingers. So that always scared me. I haven't seen that one still. I haven't seen Friday (gasps) the 13th still. I'm telling you, I haven't seen any of the slashers. I've seen this, Halloween, Scream, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that's it. That's it. At least you've seen Scream, Ryan. That makes me upset. Yeah. Scream's just funny. It's not scary Scream is at funny. All. And that's the point of Scream. It's not meant to be. I can't pull this up. And that brings us into Scream. Day. What's interesting, I don't want to spoil it for you, Ryan, so we're going to toe the line here. But uh, it's just so interesting that Wes Craven made Scream as a way to sort of honor and tease all of the horror genres that he and other filmmakers have contributed to and have stuck to over the years. So it's a very funny movie because it's openly identifying those tropes. And then they made Scary Movie, which is a movie making fun of a movie making fun of the tropes, which is such an interesting idea that they would pick scream to be the movie that they parody in scary movies so i think that's a very interesting thing that the wayans did but going back to scream it definitely does have a lot of of the bloodier kills that i that you could possibly see in the movie it it definitely goes over the top in a very strong way that you wouldn't see in a lot of earlier movies before Mm -hmm. scream yeah so it definitely hits hard uh, especially the opening scene is is incredible that's like like very very well done famous scenes in horror movie history 
it's like yeah it's it is genuinely the best way to open up a horror movie is if you watch scream and you see that opening that that's how you do it you know Mm -hmm. this it's just absolutely brilliant it sets the tone for the movie it sets the thrills for the movie and it it tells you exactly what you're going to be experiencing you're experiencing just another slasher but with this specific tone it's just it is a brilliant opening to that movie that being said there are times where it does get a little lackluster for me in terms of just getting a little bored in between the kills and the dialogue isn't great and the story is a little bit lackluster as opposed to something like Black Christmas in my opinion. And the end is a little, like, the end is good, but it's also, like, I don't know. It just kind of comes out of left field a little bit. If that makes sense, Sean, it just kind of because I don't want to spoil it for Ryan. I won't. Like, I won't it, yeah, I won't it definitely spoil it. Kind of like a bit of it doesn't come out of left field, but the other part, Ryan, can you like take your headphones off real quick? <laughs> I'll excuse myself for the remainder of the screen conversation. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go run a mile. To you do that. No, you won't. I'm not going. No, you, no, you, won't. you should. You we can run one in like 15 minutes, and we'll be done by then. Yeah, text me when. Not wrong. Y'all finish. I'll text you, yes, <laughs> if I can find my phone. So that means for the audience as well, that means this will be a spoiler warning now. Yes, yeah, spoiler warning now for the audience. If you haven't seen a movie that came out in 1974, 1996, please turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, turn it off. Anyway, now that Ryan's gone, the, the part that was lackluster for me of the ending is like, I like the twist that it happened to be her boyfriend is the serial killer. But it kind of comes out of left field that Matthew Lillard is also the serial killer. Like, it just kind of comes out of, as as much as I, I love his performance in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, I along with everybody else, rave about this performance that he gives because I think it's great. It just kind of comes out of left field from a writer's perspective. Like, there's no build up to it in any kind of way. It's just kind of like the whole movie. It's it, the same criticism I have for this movie. I compliment for the thing in that you don't know who the killer is until they're the killer. Like, oh yeah, it works for the thing. It doesn't work as well in this movie. See, in my opinion, though, this is what something like Knives Out should have watched. If you know what I mean, because oh. Knives Out made it. I I love you're right, you're right. I love hearing their podcast. We talk about Knives Out because I, I know how yeah. much you hate it, and I mm-hmm. I don't hate the movie, but I do think it was too, way too predictable to be a movie. It's like a, like obviously a it's funny that you bring that up because I rewatched it again recently and I didn't hate it as much as the first time I watched it, but it's still not good. It's just too predictable. It is just yeah. the first like twenty minutes is great, and then it just is just bad for the rest of it. It's just predictable. Mm-hmm. It's boring. The humor becomes very lackluster after those twenty minutes. It's just a snooze fest, and I just it just kind of sucks. I am still, I will say, I've said it a couple times on the podcast already. I am looking forward to Knives Out too. Because I know that Ryan Johnson can write a good murder mystery Mm -hmm. that isn't trying to like subvert any kind of expectations. And I'm hoping that he's just like overwhelmed by the idea of making a sequel so quickly that he just writes a straight up murder mystery and doesn't try to do anything fancy with it and just has like a good theme going through it that you could connect to. But at the same time, is just a murder mystery and we don't know who the killer is. Like that's that's all I wanted from the first Knives Out. I think I'll get it in Knives Out too. So I am looking forward to it. I'm hoping to. But going back to Scream anyway, yeah, yeah, the ending is definitely like the exact opposite of Knives Out in that it's not predictable in the slightest. Yeah, I 
I personally, when I first watched it back when I was five years old. <laughs> oh, Jesus lie. Christ. Listen, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before, but my dad, my dad is a big horror movie fan. So this is where mm-hmm. I get it from. My dad, when he was little, he watched all like the black and white movies, like with his dad. And that's mm-hmm. how my dad, my granddad taught my dad not to be scared of them. So my dad did that with me. The first horror movie I ever watched, I was three years old and it was Alien. And I was hey. so scared. But now it's literally my favorite movie. I have a hoodie of it right I, now. I love Alien. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a, to me, it's horror movie masterpiece of like what they mm-hmm. do with it. There's obviously some bits and pieces that I have problems with, but that's, it's did movie. But anyways, Scream, when I first watched it, I was so surprised. Because I'm like, at that point, I haven't watched many slasher movies. Because I was like you, I didn't watch slasher movies at the, mm-hmm. when I was little because they were I think a bit too mature for me to understand that they're not real. Yes. Yeah. Like they can be, but I, I was so surprised cause I, I thought the entire time it was the boyfriend. Cause like they made it obvious and then not obvious. And then they like redeem him because it's like, I, I was constantly thinking like, how, how is it not him? Like they proved, mm-hmm. they proved it. It's not him. And then I'm like, Oh, it's of course it's Stu. Stu's crazy. But then it's both of them. Like what? Yeah. I just thought, I thought it I thought it was insane. That's like the one twist in that movie that like you don't see in another one. Like no one's ever recreated that mm-hmm. where it's been two or where it's been like back and forth with who you think it is and stuff like that. And I, I really want to compliment them for that because I thought it was an amazing twist. Even if some parts were weird, like I really mm-hmm. think it's like they could have won so easily. They weren't crazy. Like when they started stabbing yeah. each other, like why? It's why? Very funny. I love when they make fun of that in scary movie though. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. but yeah i agree it does get a little bit weird because they're just insane and they start stabbing each other for no reason (laughs) but i will say about the twist as much as i think it is a little bit like too predictable in some ways too unpredictable in other ways the way they go about presenting it in terms of knowing what to reveal when is done well like it's in a very intelligent way they know exactly when to reveal what elements of it Mm -hmm. in order to make what could have been a better plot twist still work very well so I will say congratulations to Wes Craven in that sense. Mm-hmm. I think I still think that that is good. Even at the end, when I still thought it was the boyfriend, then the ghost face showed up and stabbed the boyfriend. I was like, "Well, damn, it really wasn't him." And then they do all and this stuff. And I'm like, "Well, damn, mm-hmm. oh, that was insane." That's probably like the one, in my opinion. This is gonna sound really weird to like say, mm-hmm. but I think it's like the one original thing they kind of did because yeah. the rest is kind of they copy. They parody, I'll say. Yeah. Very Other movies, they parody it, but they make fun of it. Like they don't, they're not trying to make it super serious. They parody it and they make it, I think, pretty good. There are obviously some parts I don't care about. Like anything that had to do with Gail Weathers and Dewey, the cop, I'm like, please. Like Dewey's a funny character, but Gail, Gail Weathers is just annoying. It takes away from the whole plot of the teens, which is what everyone wants to see, besides like the kills, obviously. Mm hmm. Like, so stuff like dialogue with that was weird. And then some, some 90s dialogue, it was thrown in there. And you know how cheesy the 90s was. So, yeah, I think the thing that I would have liked more, I think the weirdest plot line is that what's, what's the name of Sydney, right? Sydney Sydney Prescott is the main character's name. Is that the whole thing about Sydney's mother about, oh, yeah, that was so dumb. It's very dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. That I don't that's know. the thing I don't like because you could have taken that. Like I understand that it comes back later in the sequels. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, but I'm, I know that it comes back it in does. different ways. But the whole idea of her mother being murdered 
by uh, Stu and what was what's the boyfriend's name? Randy. Rant. Billy. Is it, is Billy. 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 It's Billy. 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 Yes. Randy is the nerd. Yeah, Stu and Billy being the ones who killed her mother and then blamed it on this random dude who's barely in the yeah. movie anyway. He's not like, in the just, movie. It's completely unnecessary. But like, like the, you don't even need it. My thing is, is that Stu's relevance to being a killer is just because he's crazy. He has yes. no point. Billy's like his. It was like with his dad and whatever. Like, because mm-hmm. like his like her mom like messed up the dad and like or like got him in jail. I forgot the exact reason. But that makes oh, sense. Oh yeah. yeah. That makes sense for why Billy wants revenge, even though it's a bit far, because straight up just kills a mom. But Stu has no relevance to like doing it besides like, yeah, I'll help you out, Billy. I'll kill all these people. I'll mess with Sydney. I'm like, all right, dude. I think I kind of would have liked it more if the mother wasn't even talked about and like her death like she died and we don't know how she died. And we just realized that Billy and Stu are just crazy. Like they're just crazy guys who are just killing people and has no connection to a mother in any way. Like the mother isn't even murdered or anything. And there's no yeah. cotton. Like none of that happens. Like I think I would have liked it more if they were just two insane guys. I would I fully agree. Because their their relationships and their connections to the rest of like the main cast, like with um her name's not Tammy. What's her name? What's the blonde girl's name? That's a good question. It's not Tammy. And it's Randy Sydney. It's Tatum. Tatum's her name. Her name's Tatum. Tatum. Like their relationships and their characters, they have like all those specific like those like nuances that they have. Like Tatum's obviously kind of like a bit like hoey and stuff like that. Rain promiscuous, promiscuous. Yeah, we use a nice word. I love, I love Tatum and Sydney's mm-hmm. obviously the final girl. And they so they were just crazy, but they were just really like good at, like at acting as like you know like their friends and stuff. I thought it would mm-hmm. it would even made the movie funnier and better, and like the connections would have been better. But the whole plot of just your mother messed up my father or whatever. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's just, it seems kind of like, it seems to me like they wrote the whole movie and then they were like, but why are they doing the killings? And then went back and, and re-added this only plot line. one of them though, a plot line. The other yeah. one, they need to at least have both have consistent and like mm. actual plots. Cause like, if you go in and you work backwards about how they probably came up with the different ideas is they wanted to, to go back and forth on whether the audience would think Billy is the killer or not. And they want to have that plot twist of Ghostface killing him. So obviously it has to be a second person. And then so they made it Stu. They probably wrote the whole character of Stu with the intention mm-hmm. of him being the other killer. And that's like the original thing they do is that there's two of them yeah. instead of just one. And then they're like, but why is Billy doing this since he's the main killer? And so they work back and they're like, okay, let's give him this sort of half-ass kind of explanation as to why he's the killer. Of course, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going into Scream expecting A1 writing. I'm not expecting, like, hereditary style oh, or Midsummer obviously. style genius writing. The whole, yeah, because the whole point so of I'm Scream not, is a parody, so. Yeah, so I'm not, like, disappointed or anything, but it still could have been better. Oh, yeah. It still could have been better. My, my main problem with just Scream is that, like, I think Scream should have just been what it was and it would be so much better than it is now like they're on their fifth screen movie yeah why you had a it's great crazy. idea of parroting all these actual good slasher movies and you mm-hmm. just make it really really cheesy but with like decent storytelling like that's the whole point of scream it's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a horror movie a slash movie that anyone can go see and enjoy mm-hmm. that's why i think ryan should have watched it because i feel like even if he didn't enjoy it, it wouldn't scare him. You know what I mean? I think Ryan would have a good time because I think there'd be enough laughs for him to yeah. get through the scary parts. Because there's was... definitely, 
Let me tell you, when I watched it the first time a couple months ago, it was definitely a lot bloodier than I expected it to be because I had seen Scary Movie like five times at this point. And oh, yeah. It's not it's not even anything close. But it they the thing that they do with Scary movies, they match the visual tone perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you're watching Scream at the same time, but it's it's just a funnier version. Mm-hmm. So when I'm going into watch Scream, as I've seen Scary Movie like five times, I'm like, oh, it's it's exactly like subconsciously i'm thinking it's going to be just like scary movie which isn't bloody and then Wes craven makes it as bloody as possible and i was like a little bit shocked by that of course but it is still there's still plenty of laughs in scream there's plenty of good parts to scream there's plenty of really good kills in there that are iconic the the garage door the garage door is iconic yeah it's so Mm -hmm. good that's probably that was like a big jump for like horror movie kills because people like saw hasn't come out at that point saw has not so that gory stuff wasn't too present yet and they just Mm -hmm. they went balls to the wall and like yeah let's kill her with a garage door yeah kill her that hasn't really been done yet at that point but i fully agree with all the last and stuff like literally at the very end the geek is like this is the part where the guy gets up for one final scare Mm-hmm. And then he does, and, they, and then Sydney shoots him and says, not in my scary movie or something, something really Yeah, dumb. like, it's definitely, it. yeah. It is definitely super cheesy, but I think it's intentional, and that's why I really like it. It makes me laugh. I remember I was at UCF in the film program. We have a class called Art of the Cinema, where it's basically a teacher will teach this class and show whatever movies they want to show for the mm-hmm. entire semester and then create a curriculum based on those movies oh, I would love to do that. and i sat in with with uh my friend joe on his art of the cinema class just to see what it was like and he had it was a graduate student teaching at this time and she was like 20 something and she didn't know she wasn't sure which movie she was going to show quite yet and so she had a big list of what movies like movies to vote on that everyone was going to vote on and mm-hmm. one of them was scream my friend Joe was like, guys, let's vote for Scream. And this is like a big auditorium filled with like 200 people. He was like, guys, let's all vote for Scream. And nobody voted for Scream. He was the only person voting for it. And he was so disappointed. I would have, just because I think it'd be a funny watch, especially with 200 people. Because you can't I would have loved that. You can't go wrong with Scream. It's, there's, just, there's nothing scary about it. Literally, I think, I don't know this is a fact. But the mask was made to make fun of other horror movie masks and to make it look as unrealistic as possible to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Like the the ghost face mask is just supposed to look really funny and yeah. make fun of like the Michael Myers mask and the uh the, the Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger sorry Jason Voorhees mask Freddy Krueger doesn't wear a mask yeah yeah but I just love how like even like that tiny detail of like oh let's make the mask just funny mm-hmm. like, you know. Like anyone can wear it. Like a, a kid can wear it. And they're like, oh, look, there's just this kid. Kids do it, man. When you go to like a Halloween store, they have children ghost face mm-hmm. costumes, right? I think it's super funny. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. So funny. Scream is a good movie. Everything. What, would you, what would you rate Scream if you had to give it out of five garage door kills? <laughs> garage door kills. I give it a 4.5 for the fact that it knows what it's trying to be which mm-hmm. is just a parody of classics that has um, has stuff for horror fans, but has mm-hmm. stuff for non-horror fans. And yeah. I think everyone can enjoy the first one. Everyone can enjoy the first one as a one-time watch. You don't have to watch yeah. it again just to enjoy it. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's just that good. So I, think I give it a 4.5. Just, just, there's just some parts that don't hit. That's I would give Scream a 4 out of 5 garage door kills because... 
some of the plot points are a little bit lackluster and it does get a little bit dragging at certain points but overall through and through i am pretty well entertained i'm laughing i'm scared i'm Mm -hmm. invested in the characters i care about which ones live or die and so it does do the job of a slasher movie while also making fun of slasher movies which is an impressive thing oh yeah yeah so props to Wes craven for doing that but i still stop at four i still give it a four or five too bad the fifth one looks kind of bad it looks very bloody but the fifth the fifth move the scream Mm -hmm. five trailer just came out like Mm -hmm. last week and i of course i watched it it Mm -hmm. it looks bloody but it doesn't look good Yeah, I, I think I skipped that trailer. Dude, Sydney Prescott is in it again. She, they yeah. can't kill her. I think that's the joke, but they can't kill her. I'll, I will give credit. The second one isn't terrible because it continues mm-hmm. like a couple years after the first one. So like Randy's in it, Dewey's in it, Gail yeah. Weathers in it. Like they're all in it, and they do yeah. so many interesting things with them still. But again, plots whatever. Like it takes place like they're in college now. Uh, Randy mm-hmm. and uh, Sydney. Yeah, I know. I read because I didn't think I'd ever watch Screams two and three and four, and so I read the entire plots for each of them because I was like, "What are they doing in these to keep them going?" And is the third one the one where they're like they're making a movie about Screams? And yes, because yes, yes, and the killer about Scream, and then because in the fourth one it opens up with these two girls, and you you, it makes you think like, "Oh, they're gonna die," and then it zooms out and says, "Stab six. Yeah, stab is the and then it's people watching Stab Six. That you think like, oh, they're making fun of Scream. And then it's a stab seven. Like it's just another like it's it they were the beginning, they're watching a movie about them watching a horror movie, about them making fun of Scream. And it's just so Bro, stupid. It's so That is insane. Dumb. For somebody who's having a lot of fun writing that, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. I would I would love to write that. That'd be so funny. What are we gonna do? We're just gonna make a movie within the movie within the movie, because it would just be so funny. Uh that is funny. That's classic. That's like the people who are writing scary movie making fun of Scream. That's that's I, classic. I, I was like laughing so hard when I saw Scream Four. I've only seen it once, but mm-hmm. I just the scene is so funny because it says Stab Six. I'm like, oh, that's funny. It's making fun of Scream. That's because that's mm-hmm. what it was in the in the in number three. It was called Stab as well. Like they were making a movie called Stab, and then it it, zo- it gets back to this other like couple or like family or something and they're like uh this movie sucks and then one of them gets stabbed and then it zooms out against the stab seven I'm like what the dude heck? that's hilarious it's that so, is so funny it's so dumb though. they should have kept going to like stab 12 <laughs> stab 13 that would have been so funny i would have laughed so hard that, that's hilarious that is the anyway, one thing i'll say watch about scream 4 please just watch the stab six and stab seven things it, it is i will it's really that is funny. funny it's really funny Anyway, this next part might be a little hard for you to do, but can you name your top five slasher movies? Because I don't think I've even seen five of them. But but... okay, okay. Um Slasher. Okay. Scream is up there. Scream, the original Freddy uh, Freddy uh Nightmare on Elm Street. That's actually Mm -hmm. one of my favorite horror movies of all time, just because of what it was. Halloween. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Not I'm gonna be honest. Oh, which one is it? Friday the 13th part 2? Really? It's it's hard cuz the first one's good, but there's a reason why I don't like it. The second one's good, but there's a reason why I don't like it. The third one, Jason X is funny. Freddy versus Jason's funny. Mm-hmm. Um even the the remake the Friday the 13th I think was really good personally, but that's a different story. So, but I would say Scream 
Um, look at my thing. Scream, uh, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. I hate all the Chucky movies, so that's not up there. <laughs> I guess Friday Thirteenth Part Two. For now, I have to rewatch them. Mm-hmm. And then slasher movies, S- scary movies, not that. Not um. Honestly, it might be the Friday Thirteenth remake. Hold yeah. on, give me, give me, give me one second. I know I just can't think of them. I'll give you one second. I'm gonna uh, text Ryan to come back. Yeah. You know what sucks is when they make remakes and they're all bad. Oh my god, Candyman. Candyman is up there. I completely forgot uh, about Candyman. Oh, okay. Candyman is Candyman. The original? Oh, oh yeah. Candyman. Did you oh see the remake? God. Yes, I did. It was pretty good. Okay. Now that I've found some of these, I have to take back some. So Nightmare on, Elm Street, list. Nightmare on Elm Street is staying, and so is Scream. Mm-hmm. Candyman, the original, The Strangers, which is mm. that is scary. If I don't recommend watching that if you're scared of like real life, like realistic stuff. Is that the one where they're the people wearing the masks? Like the yeah. three people wearing the masks? I was thinking about watching that, that because it looked cool. That it as a as a horror movie fan, Dylan, it's one of my favorites, but it is mm-hmm. probably the the most realistic scary movie I've ever seen because it's also based off a true story. Oh Jesus. That one is. It's literally just this like we're welcome back ryan we're i'm having uh, sean <laughs> list his, his top five slasher movies so yeah wait so um, scream scream candy man um halloween friday 13th no not friday 13th, um nightmare on elm street and the one i just said strangers strangers, strangers. all right there you go top five slasher movies mm-hmm. from sean Tormier. i can't even name five slash movies that i've seen <laughs> so it's just black christmas and halloween are the only two i think i've seen well, and scream. Scream. And scream yeah those three are probably my top three since they're the only three i've seen if you ever do want to just be like really creeped out dylan one night and you just don't want to watch please mm-hmm. i just want to hear your, your opinion as well watch the strangers and just tell me how you feel because it's it is so creepy and scary i i'm personally scared to like watch it again sometimes that it, sounds like something i'd have so to watch good. in the daytime yeah watch it during the day it it's I talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it. So it's it's really interesting. It's so ugh. I'm thinking about it. Just, Home invasion things remind me of Ryan. Do you remember when we went to Screenwriting Club the first time, and it was the first time I ever met Camden, and we read his short script. Stop. You can't say that on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, dude, that was it was one of the craziest things I've ever. Camden, if you're listening to this, which I doubt you ever will, that was one of the craziest scripts I've ever heard anyone write in my entire life. It was You're like a woman. The ants? Yeah, you can't a woman... say it, bro. He's gonna film that one day. No, no, no. no. Copyright right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. Well, it was it was an insane script about a woman and ants and her vagina and a hammer. How and did it was this just... come to home invasion? Though? It just Why, like, what was the connection? <laughs> we were talking about the strangers, which is kind of like a home invasion kind of slasher movie. Oh yeah, and, and, exactly what it yeah, was. and. I know that Camden's script isn't technically a home invasion, but the idea, like the tone that I hear behind it, gives me the feelings of like what a, a crazy home invasion could be like in Camden's twisted mind. It's body invasion. That body that, invasion. Yeah, there you go. That movie too, because I think well, something I was gonna touch on too when it comes to the slasher genre is if anyone knows anything about it, it's the kills and like the main antagonist characters. So like everyone knows Jason. Everyone knows yeah. Michael. Everyone knows Freddie. Everyone at least has seen a certain kill as well. Like Ryan, I, I, I hope I could say something like you've seen the Kevin Bacon kill in the first Friday Thirteenth movie, where like the little thing goes through his neck. You haven't seen that? Have you seen yeah. the one where Johnny Depp mm-hmm. dies in his own pool of blood? Oh, have you Friday seen that, 13? Ryan? Everyone's Absolutely seen that. Not. Oh my uh, god! 
Have you seen that the original a, Halloween Kill, one. where it's the first person point of view of Michael as a kid, he's just stabbing his sister? That's classic. Yes. Okay. Okay. He's seen okay, that. okay. We could. We thank God. It's classic. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with the strangers, Dylan, is that there's mm-hmm. only like besides the the villain, like the villains, whatever. There's like yeah. three, four characters. So there's not wow. many many kills yeah 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 it's just so suspenseful and scary so yeah i get what you're saying because like even in halloween there aren't that many kills because there aren't that many characters but it's it's still yeah i was surprised when i watched halloween because it's an hour and a half and like it's a full hour of setup really Mm -hmm. and then it's a half hour of kills which was surprising to see because i when you watch black christmas it is sparse out pretty well throughout the whole movies there's a kill right away and it's just there's kills every like 20 minutes or so yeah there's like plot happening in between there's like i think i remember watching this there's eight kills like six girls two males Mm -hmm. because i watch this youtube channel that does all this stuff i love it yeah but like so like every 20 minutes you're right there's a kill but the thing with that movie is the re they have a good reason to kill a bunch of people because it's a whole sorority house Mm-hmm. so that makes sense halloween they only really give you like two characters three characters at the beginning they have to like write yep. the rest in so there's not going to be a lot same with um mm-hmm. friday 13 there's like five counselors so they have to add in like two extra characters just more kills and even then you know i remember do you ever watch the show psych on i think it was the usa channel it was like no. the it's it's basically this guy who pretends to be a psychic and works for the police <laughs> have you ever heard of the mentalist <laughs> I've, it's the show it's like the mentalist but it came out before the mentalist and it's a comedy oh no, this sounds awesome it did, <laughs> it's a it is one of the best shows it's like a, it's a it's a mystery show each week is a new mystery and he pretends to be a psychic to help the police department even though he's just a really good detective and it's just an amazing show but there was they do a halloween episode every year and they were genuinely scary like oh. for a comedy show like I remember being a kid and being terrified. There was an episode where it was like a parent, like a not a paranormal activity, but like a a haunting kind of thing, where it was this woman named Scary Terry, and she like was in an insane asylum and killed herself. Scary, and, scary. And they would bring and like in the present day, they would bring like sorority people to the abandoned insane asylum to summon Scary Terry, mm-hmm. or it probably wasn't Scary Terry because that's from Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's I'm, that's why I said scary yeah. Terry. I think I'm combining the my fr- things, but Elm I think it was scary Sherry was genuinely what it was. <laughs> like I'm not even shitting you. Like it was that close. So I think it was scary Damn. Sherry. And then there was another episode. The one that really scared me was they made fun of Friday the Thirteenth, and it was basically like they go, "Hello, cat." Hello, Brian's cat. <laughs> is that Claymore? No. What? Which one this is, is this? Coco. Clay. This is this is what. You're laughing at my cat's name, Sean. I just never heard of a cat named Claymore. He is a cat named Claymore. What's his cat's name? Unique name, yeah. This one is less unique. Her name is Coco. Oh, I remember Coco. Yeah, because everybody has a Coco. Anyway, this episode of Psych was like they go to this uh, summer camp to solve a, a murder mystery there, or like a general mystery there, and then they discover that the the summer camp is actually a it's been converted into like a horror retreat where like people will come okay so like they were like the camp the counselors were like performing for them and so it was like a joke Uh, but then they actually start dying and it's like (laughs) it's genuinely terrifying dude like it scares the shit out of me like it scared the shit out of me as a child which Mm -hmm. was surprising 
because it's a comedy show it's a comedy like mystery show like monk or yeah. something it was it blew my mind how scary this episode was it probably would be scary as scary nowadays being an older person but they definitely like they they were referencing uh what's that movie with craig t nelson the steven uh, poltergeist they're referencing oh. that in the oh, end poltergeist, yeah. like the whole final battle was in this big pool of mud that was like sloshing around and they're fighting in that with like a bunch of lightning and stuff around them mm-hmm it's just, I think the whole thing that was scary about it was that they do a whole thing where the counselors go missing one by one and then you realize it's fake and it's like, oh, haha, they got me. And then they actually start dying and it's just so distinctly different and so distinctly more graphic that it takes yeah. you by surprise, oh, which okay. is kind of a cool thing that they do. Psych, so props, you should watch Psych. Both of you should watch Psych. It um, is an amazing right show. Now. It's got the, it's got Dulé Hill, who's in um, The West Wing, of oh, course, as you know. And Johnny. and um, what's the what's that movie? Holes. He's the guy who says I can fix that. Oh, really? I love, it's my favorite role. Psych. I can fix All right, that. Cool. That's it's a great show. I don't know. I think it might be on Netflix still, or it's on Hulu or something. But hmm. amazing show right there. Can't recommend it enough. Anyway, I think that is our slasher spectacular Ooh, Halloween special. Is, is there? Ryan, you have to watch some more yeah. that aren't scary okay because they're not well, scary, good. Dylan I, I has yeah. not watched i also need specials. to watch you more, gotta get yeah. him up to speed first no well you, Ryan, you can you catch up with me i just want ryan to watch the thing because we could talk about the thing for a whole episode i'm not saying i'll do that i'm just saying you, you would like this the thing ryan because it's not even scary the thing isn't scary it, it's just it's so cool good. cool effects and i think you would enjoy it and it's so such sure. a good there's still to this day so many questions that haven't been answered about it yeah. to this day and pete there's so many theories online that people will still make to this day mm-hmm. on what they think of certain things and stuff like that i have my own that i keep changing every time i watch it yeah that's how it, it's just so i remember roger ebert who was like the big film critic had his big criticism of it we were talking about earlier with scream but his big criticism of it is that you can't tell who is the thing and who isn't at any given point and that that is in suspense it's shock and I agree with Alfred Hitchcock in saying that suspense is better than shock, but in the thing, the shock works really, really well. Like John Carpenter knows how to use shock over suspense sometimes. There's only like, there's there's one big thing in the thing that I that it's based off what you said, Dylan. Like who is a the thing? There's one time where I can't figure out for the life of me when this when something in particular happens to this person. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking I, about. Yeah, and I, I you, just, even, you have I, no idea. I, it's impossible. Theorize, I rewatch. I don't know how. It's impossible it, to know. The the biggest thing that I've seen, I'm not going to spoil it obviously for Ryan. It's just this is the last thing I'm going to say about it is that if you listen to that certain person's dialogue, that's apparently a big hint to like the big thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And I've rewatched this this one guy's theories on when his dialogue and attitude changes. And I'm like, oh, maybe, so maybe it was this scene or like after this thing. And I still don't know though. But the, yeah. There's like a whole YouTube videos where people are trying to keep track of who is the thing and who isn't the thing at any given point. Oh, and yeah. it's so cool to watch because like people, because it could be anything. There's so many holes missing in what you're seeing that you have no idea who is the thing at any given point until you explicitly find out, which mm-hmm. is such a cool way of, of making a horror movie. Like, yeah, suspense is cool and all, but for a horror movie, that shock value is really strong. So props to John Carpenter. John Carpenter is just mm-hmm. the OG, man. 
That's so true, good. Halloween also, is great. I mean, wouldn't it be the point of a film like that is that you're always on the edge of your seat? Because I mean, you yeah, don't know who it is? yeah, there is suspense in that sense, but I think. You know, like in the the like the traditional Hitchcockian suspense of it all is like you would know who the thing is at a certain moment, and you'd be like, "Oh, stay away from that guy," you know. Well, that's another thing that I want to bring up then about that because the score to the thing helps a lot too, and it's so good. You know, the little the little dun dun mm-hmm. dun dun, and dun, it makes dun. and it's like that's like Aww. a big cue to where it's dun, like, dun. okay, something's gonna happen. Someone here is the thing, and like it might. Mm-hmm pull up with a it might be consistent with a character over time so it makes you think that and i, I think that's a great part to make it more suspenseful because i remember a, a very specific scene where the, you don't even see anyone on the screen and you hear the dun dun and i'm like okay something's gonna happen and then it doesn't and i'm like what is going on it's yeah awesome. no, it's crazy sean where would you put the thing in your rankings of like horror movies in oh general? it's number two it's number two right after alien oh yeah it's okay because on my wall on my list of of my top whatever movies 20 something movies the thing is the only horror movie that's on there and And because it's just that good the only reason alien is above it is just because of the nostalgia fat factor yeah yeah. how i grew up with it i think as an overall movie the thing is better personally Mm, yeah that's why that's why star wars is on my wall is just the nostalgia of it Mm mm-hmm I have but, so much thing stuff, and I I used to know every actor's names. I used to know some of the dialogue to the movie, <laughs> like the back of my hand. But that's God, I love this long thing. ago. I also strange fact, I for a master class up my school, we met Keith David. Whoa, what? Yeah, my freshman year here, he came. I was like, oh my god, there's no way Keith David's coming. And he did. I have a I have a photo. He's in this just full purple tracksuit in a purple. Oh, shirt. I it love is the that. Strangest thing. I have a photo of him too. And I'll. I'll and I'm, I sat there and I'm like, I want to ask. I want to ask about the last scene, Dylan. And I'm yeah. like, that's rude. I'm not going to do that. And also... But, uh, the other thing is that, like, I just don't think he knows the answer. No, that, I don't think... But that's the thing. Someone did ask. And he said, I don't know. I'm going to tell you what I think. And I said, okay. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, Ryan, leave for a second. I want to know what Keith <laughs> David thinks. Just real quick. I'll take you. Take the off, Ryan. <laughs> Yeah. Also, swear right. to anyone who wants to I'll wait to you. I'll wait to you. Okay. So, go ahead. What did so, Keith David think? So he thinks he simply said, "I do not know. I'm not the writer. I'm not anything like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that he was a thing at all. He didn't give an example. He just said, "I don't think he was." At the very end, and he said, "Just rewatch that last scene, and you'll see what I mean." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go back and rewatch the thing." So does does so. Cause that'd be interesting is that like, what if neither of them are the thing, but they, cause that's always the thing that I think about when I watch mm-hmm. that final scene is like, they both think that each other are the thing. And yeah. what if it's neither of them and they end up killing each other because of it? Like, cause they don't show what happens after. Like, that'd be so cool. They did a thing at Halloween Horror Nights. Did you, like, you heard about this, right? The Halloween Horror Nights, the thing house. I've heard about that it. They did. I didn't get to go through it, unfortunately. Yeah. It was like before our time, I think, but it was. Because I read all about it. It takes place after the events of the movie. And it's basically the people who discover the Antarctic scene. And so one of them was the thing in the in like. Because if you were to make a sequel to that movie, one of them would have to be the thing. Yeah, because at that point, the thing would just be dead. And I think the way they went about it was interesting is they had. Like they had two freezers as you go in and it has both of the bodies in there. And neither of them are disturbed and neither of them have changed and you go past that and then it's just a bunch of thing stuff so you don't really know who the thing is that's cool and so like if you were ever to make a sequel to the thing 
that's how you go about it, is you just don't tell who was the thing between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, if, if I had to pick one, it would be Keith David, of course. Oh, but man. but I would I would so much prefer if someone were to make a sequel because they already did a prequel, which was bad. It was bad. I mean, which it is... was it was cool because it 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 does connect very well to the mm-hmm. first one. Like now you know why the axe is in the wall at the old place yeah. and all that. So like it's cool, but it was yeah. not good. Special but what's crazy? Have you seen the behind the scenes stuff about the special effects? Yeah, that's so crazy. They had full working practical effects that looked amazing and then yeah. they just went over all of them when, with cgi um, his name's not windows it's not windows it's the other guy that kills windows the one that i was talking about earlier yeah where, like that big thing that comes out of him and like yeah. he like grabs him that was amazing and so was um the guy's head the like, mm. little head crack that was awesome yeah there's all kinds of cool ass stuff in like, because, like, if you watch, my, like, there's a, the scene in, because I haven't seen the prequel one that they made, but there's a scene in the helicopter where the the dude stands up and his whole body splits from head to, like, crotch so, and splits it, in half, yeah. and it looks bad in the movie, and then you look at the special effects thing they had, and it was an entire rig that just popped open in a split second, mm-hmm. and it looked detailed, and they could have just gone in with some CGI yeah, and just yeah. done some touch-ups, but they covered the whole thing and it looks so much worse i'm so mad they made anyway, a practical... Ryan, you can come back yeah because we don't care yeah yeah right you can come dune back. <laughs> he's reading dune well, this, so this isn't a spoiler either then so ryan can listen to this but that the same thing happens yeah. to the uh the pre in the same like in the prequel you said there's yeah like this weird like thing where the thing is like merging with another guy and it's like this weird yeah yeah, thing. yeah yeah that's they... also a practical effect they made that yeah i saw that it was so cool looking it was it's... so cool looking because the whole the head was stretching out and moving and stuff i'm just so mad that they covered it all in CG. i think the director was mad too that was a producer the, my biggest problem with the thing the prequel is that they just they added a whole new element to it that completely gets rid of the suspense factor and that's like the metal the metal thing yes that's yeah. dumb it's still dumb anyways that's 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 some thing yeah i i remember reading but because i think i read the whole plots of that one too because i didn't want to watch it either but yeah maybe it's one dumb. day one well, yeah, since you watch. guys kicked me out twice that's why i recorded the sub episode on halloween <laughs> that will have already played at this point but fair that's why all right i think but, that's everything i have to say about slashers anyone else want to have any inputs on slashers as just a... for the record what is your rating for the original halloween oh for me yeah um, for both you. original halloween i also yeah. give it a four because i, I you weren't here for when we rated scream but i gave scream a four out of five and mm-hmm. sean four gave and it a half. four and a half i give halloween a four out of five as well same just because I think people, I think it was blown up in my head because people will talk about it being like the best horror movie of all time. No. And it is very good for a lot of reasons, but it does take a lot from Black Christmas. I think it steals a lot from Black Christmas, mm-hmm. which is, is the intention as a spiritual sequel, which is why I'm not mad about it stealing because it works really well. And I just, I don't think it does it as well as Black Christmas. I think the story is probably better than Black Christmas. Like what they do with Michael Myers as a character is really cool. And how he's become so immortal as a character is great. Like he's still here uh, almost 50 years later, just chugging away, killing people, doing fantastic work in the community. I just, it is cool to see him become so iconic and see where that all started from. But it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. And it also wasn't like not that many people die. Like it is, there's so much building up. Like there's like 40 minutes of just 
the movie Next happening edition. without it being a horror movie. Like the it's just a drama. As Black Christmas died, do they not? No, not even close. No, Many it's... more people like I think it's like two or three more people die in Black Christmas, but the deaths are also more Only like, brutal in Black Christmas. Four, if you even if you count the like his sister in the beginning, I think it's yes, only like four. there's just four. Yep, there's is the sister in the beginning, and then later in the movie, three more people die. But it's it's just it's a lot of suspense, which is great. But there is a good chunk in the beginning, like after the whole opening sequence, that's like the actual opening of the movie with Jamie Lee Curtis all the way up until the night of Halloween begins when she's as the babysitter's like 40 minutes of story that just is like a drama movie. Like it's great. Like it's shot really well and it's interesting, but it's just a drama movie. It is not a horror movie at all. Well, what's your rating? Four. Four. Because <laughs> it, it is it is still great. And you gave it a four as well, Sean. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I out of out of like the main three, which is Halloween Friday thirteenth and what is it Nightmare on Elm Street? It's actually I'm not as connected to as a franchise as how I'm not connected to the Halloween franchise much because honestly after this like the third movie they all suck. But for originality, it's it's probably up there with Nightmare on Elm Street for me. I don't really if people get triggered, it's fine, but I don't really like the original. Friday Thirteenth as much as some other Friday Thirteenth movies personally, so yeah, I give it a four, mm-hmm. and I agree with everything Dylan says. Yeah, I feel like I love what they do with the origin of Michael Myers as a character and like talking about like creating this character is really cool, as opposed to like Black Christmas, where is is just a mystery figure who is killing people. Like it's cool that they gave him this backstory, they gave him a name, and he is just like a crazy person mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons. I think that's super cool. And it sets up this entire franchise, but it just it does get a little bit lackluster somewhere in the middle. But the last thirty minutes are great. The last thirty minutes is is just wonderful. All right. Well, there you go. That is the slasher spectacular first Halloween special. Sean, what movements are you doing there? I don't know. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm just really excited because it's Halloween this weekend. I get to watch horror movies all week, even though I have rehearsal all week and stuff. I wish y'all could see my room because it's literally a horror movie room. I have framed pictures of horror movies on this wall. And then over mm-hmm. there is my, I have a, all this, that's why I was looking over there for the slasher stuff. There's a, I have a, a poster of the big icons playing poker. Mm-hmm. It's just it just looks. Really I think funny. I saw that like one day when we were recording. I think your camera was over facing it. I think I saw it. But that's funny. There, there was. I remember back in high school, you did one Halloween where you watched a horror movie every day of October. You remember that? Day? I remember, you that. remember I, that. I came. I I came when you did Zombieland. I watched yes. Zombieland with you. Did you thought yeah. it was so funny? Oh my god, Dylan, you brought back so much of a memory for me. I said I was going to remember that. This year. I said I was gonna do that this year again too. I wanted to bring it back because I'd never done it up in college. But I got I've got so busy. Oh my god! I yeah, still no, have, I understand. I still have the list of the movies I made mm-hmm. back in twenty seventeen or sixteen. I forget which one. Twenty sixteen. Send me that list, and I'll try and do it next year. Like I will do it for <laughs> Halloween twenty twenty two October. I'm gonna, I'm I will. Gonna, I will I'm do it. update it because obviously new yeah. movies have come out since. Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I updated it this year because I put Quiet Place on there. Obviously, that, uh, that's yeah. a big one. And I put Hereditary mm-hmm. too, and some other oh, ones. Yeah. So I got to update it, but I'll, I'll send it to you. Damn, if he sends I, me, I will. I will do that next October because I was thinking about doing a Christmas version, and then I was like, I don't really like that many Christmas movies. <laughs> and there aren't that many of them that are that good. Like I, I don't think I can make find twenty five good ones. 
Exactly. It would be Dude, hard. That ha- I did that the I did that the same year. I tried because people asked me too, like you should do a Christmas one. I'm like, okay. I remember and you trying to do it. I yeah. got a week in. I gave up, and then like the day before Christmas, not the day before Christmas, like the weekend before, I watched the Drake and Josh Christmas special, and I said, all right, this is the last one I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's just so hard to find 25 of them. Like maybe in like a couple of decades, it might be easier if people make more. It's just there hasn't been a good Christmas movie since Elf, really. Which yeah. is kind of sad. There's some old ones I like. Like I like It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas, mm-hmm. but even then, it's like I don't think it's I can like sit you there watch those. Watch <laughs> you watch those two, Elf and Die Hard, and it's like where are you gonna go from there? <laughs> Die Hard. I forgot about that. Ryan, we could do one that for you. You could talk about all the Christmas movies you want to watch, and Dylan, yeah. I can go away from the screens for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you could honestly do Black Christmas both in Halloween and for Christmas if you really wanted to. You could you could double dip on that one. Ooh, yeah, wait, you have to have a Christmas Carol. That's something I wanted to say though. If Ryan Express, like, uh, we'll some Christmas movies. If Ryan like Black Christmas, he should watch Krampus. It's really bad. It's not scary. Ooh, it's I was thinking about watching. I remember doing the Krampus House at Halloween Horror Nights. It was, was so moments. Dylan. It was so good. It was so good. It was pretty good. It did. I wish I knew what was happening because I hadn't seen the movie, but it was <laughs> a fun time. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite house at Halloween Horror Nights this year, Sean? Ooh, this year, um. The the one they did for uh what's it called? What's that Netflix show called that I watched? Haunting of Hill House? That was actually mm-hmm. scary. And really this yeah. And I was surprised because this year I wasn't scared by a lot because COVID rules, they have like glass yeah. like planes in front That's of That's why so I wasn't you scared. Can tell, yeah. You can tell when they're coming. You exactly yeah, exactly. But that, that was, was it did it did ruin the mood a lot was yeah. the plastic screens, which was upsetting. But they I have think, to. I think the case files one was up there. That one was cool. That one was really. I, it cool. was super cool. I liked um, the, the pumpkin one. Was yes, cool. Wicked growth. That was the wicked other one growth I was, was good. Was that in haunting? Yeah, I didn't get to do the ones. I didn't get to do were the icons one and the haunting yeah. of Hill House one because we didn't have time to do them. But I did all of the other ones, and I it wasn't my favorite year. I think the COVID yeah. restrictions were definitely a part of that, yeah. but. I was still it was still fun to be back, and I got to go for free because I worked there. But so, oh, true, yeah, yeah. So I I'm not complaining. It was just a bad I, lineup, in my opinion. Yeah, especially cool for idea. the thirtieth anniversary. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Ryan, that that's your goal next year. We're gonna take you next year, and you just nothing you can do about it. Ryan, I promise this year. Ryan, I can take yeah. you tomorrow if you want to go and skip oh. Apocalypse Now. Go, I, that's not happening. Go, but they, they gave me another day to go with my pass and bring a guest if you want to go. You I have can to take you go. tomorrow. Ryan, this is the year you should go because it's it not going to be, be scary. free, Ryan. <laughs> but also, it's not going to be scary because you'll see when they come out. It's not going to be scary. It will be free. We can see if Mason's available. We can see if James is available. I mean, we, we can, have to do it afterwards. I'm not going to also, aren't you, how are you supposed to be able to do it? Don't you have an event you're going to? Hey, it's open until two in the morning. Damn it. Hey, it's Wait, did you morning. forget about it? <laughs> I keep forgetting about it. God damn it. It's open until two yeah. in the morning. Y'all go for like just the two hours or something. Well, that's what I was saying. Because you guys went, I don't know, like I was figuring. We went all night. 930s yeah. when. No, we, we got there right when we got there and then left at the middle. Like at Well, that's what I'm saying. Night. But you guys left or you arrived there at like 7 p.m. or something. Yeah. So we we had the whole day there. I was still it was still a bummer we didn't get to do all the houses because I remember my first two years I only went one day each year. I got through all the houses both years, which mm-hmm. was awesome. This is actually the only year, Dylan, completely opposite of you. This is the first year out of all the years I've been, I got through every house in one night. Really? Yeah. I don't know how. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, I think it just depends on which night you pick and choose. 
Uh, oh yeah, it was, was a Wednesday. That's why that makes so much more sense. Nothing about it. it was yeah, a Wednesday yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another good thing to touch about on Halloween Horrors. What is your favorite house that you've done overall? <sighs> wow. Ever. Because I can point to my favorite. It was American Werewolf in London. Oh, okay. It's cool. just you. You keep convinced convince is... Ryan to go with you one week while I look this up really quick. Yeah. Okay. So Ryan. Well, the so problem you, is you want to go see Apocalypse now you. really bad, right? Yeah, but you are not free, bro. You can't. I do gotta it. see what time my event ends. We'd have to go if, after nine. If it ends early enough, we could probably get to Universal at ten, and that's still like three or four hours at Halloween Horror Nights. Which well, that's I'm what I'm saying. About. Like, if it's free, I don't care if it's only a couple hours or whatnot. And again, it's not like I'm anticipating going through all the houses or anything. But yeah. I'm not missing Apocalypse. Apocalypse now on the big screen. Freak. I mean, that is pretty cool, though. I will text Alexa and see when my event ends. Hmm. There's some really, really good ones. One of my favorites was um, Stranger Things. Oh, shut up! I hated that house. It was bad <laughs> every year I went. Um, yeah, it was just like it was cool to look at, but it wasn't scary. So I can give you a a couple of them really quick till I find a certain one I'm looking for. Cause I actually do have one. I can't remember the name of it. American horror story seasons one, four and five, whatever year that was, that one was a good house. One, four and five. I'm trying to remember the, I remember it's a murder, okay, so house, murder house, freak show and hotel. That was, that one. Was that really was good. a cool house. Yes. I remember mm-hmm. that one. I remember when you're in the hotel section and it's Kathy Bates and the <laughs> other guy and they're shooting at you. That was cool. That scared me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the room where you walk through and it's just all like the Tootsies, the, like the clown from. Uh, yeah, that that was that, scary. That got me as well. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, the my first year, the Insidious Two house was really scary. I remember like we just got all the scares that year, and it was great. And there was like a part in that house where you're going through, and it's all the dead women in the mm-hmm. pews yeah. that are lined up and none of them are scare actors but you think they are and so none of them jump out at you but you're just walking through and you think someone's gonna get you and they don't i loved that that was cool mm-hmm. so there's that one and then there was the saw one because the first time they did they did a mm. saw one and it was for the jigsaw movie so there was some stuff in there that was kind of like whatever mm-hmm. but it was actually a really cool house and it was genuinely like they made it scary and i was really surprised mm. i think i either didn't go that year or missed that house because I, ne- I never did a saw house oh which is really kind of a bummer that yeah. was 2018 that's when the mm-hmm. jigsaw movie came out so i believe it was that year so i think i, I think that was the year i missed or i went that year wait i think that was I'm, one of the years i missed i'm yeah. literally wearing one of the shirts right now i should just look at that because i think it was from 2019 because <laughs> it had us Depths of Fear was Oh, the Us House was disappointing. Yeah, it wasn't very scary. It was just, if you watch the movie, it was cool. That's all I Depths of Fear had a lot of cool set pieces in it. Mm -hmm. Like, the way that it was designed was super cool. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Was that, was Depths Depths of Fear was the one where it was like an undersea science factor, right? The one that was the same year that was like a bayou kind of thing, or like the, it was like an undead ship or something like that. Yes, yes. Um, 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 deep, deep sea something, dead sea. It was like, it was like, yeah, it was like undead sailors or something. That one was super cool. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah, that one of my friends was on that one, and then they they because if for some reason if you know someone that works it, they just touch you, and I got really freaked out, so I got genuinely scared. That's funny. <laughs> and then um, there was one more. Well, I'm still looking. It was um, the Yeti one, Dylan. The same. Oh, the Yeti one was fun. Yeah, 
yeah, it wasn't that. the scariest, but it was definitely fun. The oh the 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 one where it was the teenagers in the graveyard, and it was like social media kind of, and it, it seemed it was the like, same year. I think that was the same year. I'm pretty sure. But it was like it was like a stupid idea. Oh, graveyard games, graveyard yeah, games. graveyard games because it was like social media teenagers in a graveyard. Sounds stupid, but it was super scary when you actually went in there. That was mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, I I guess because I can't find it, and I don't want to waste any more time. I think I just say American Horror Story for now because it was genuinely scary. Both of them were good. I just don't like Roanoke, so I didn't like the, that other one as much. Mm, I understand. Um, but the first the first the first year I actually went had a really really good one. I can't remember though. So I guess mm-hmm. I'll say I'll say American Horror Story for now, and if there's ever time where I just remember, I'll I'll just throw it out there. American Horror for London, though, I will give that one as a, as a top five. It it's, was that was the good. first house I ever did. I remember my mom was working there at the time, and I was probably would you think I think I was like fifteen at the time. Yes, yeah, so that was twenty fifteen. Yeah, so I was fifteen at the time. My first year. That was my first year too. I went, and she was working there, so I would on the team member preview night when they still gave a guest pass for the team member preview they don't do that anymore which sucks mm-hmm. and it was the only house we did that night because i was just going to see if i liked it before i bought a pass and went with friends and dude that house it scared the bejesus out of me i did not <laughs> expect giant animatronic werewolves it's the, it's the only time i've ever seen them do animatronics and mm-hmm. it's so cool so i i'm so mad at myself because i actually remember my top three because they're all in my room right now <laughs> i should have just boy. looked around i'm sorry so my top three, my number three is Killer Clowns because I okay. that, that house was just so cool. I that's one of my favorite. Ryan, you have to watch that one too. It's so. I funny. wish I wish I could have done it. I missed it because my I was with my oh. roommate at the time, and he just hates clowns. And it was the end of the night, and he would have just been sitting there waiting, and I would have been. And I was just like, let's just go. Yeah. Wait, Killer Clowns is uh, the, space? one of the current ones, or what do you no, mean? No, no, no. This was twenty eighteen or nineteen, the same year as Saw, Dylan. I yeah. believe. It, but it was th- just like the set and like the costumes were so good, and they had so mm-hmm. many references to the movie. It was awesome. Was Number- that during the year when like the whole clown yes. scares were? It was because that, <laughs> yeah, like, that was our senior year, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> it, was, it was. I was like, wow, that's ironic. The threats of the clowns coming to our school. Yeah. I remember that. That was Num- number two. Was the Shining House that that house? That makes what sense. year was that? that? Did I? Do that, that was the year after. That was the same year as us. Ooh, I I had to have done it. That was like the most impressive house of the year, in my opinion. That was like the us. Big us was the one. same year as uh, Killer Clowns because I did us and skipped Killer Clowns then maybe, the same night with my roommates. Maybe Killer Clowns was that year then, and I, I think Shining might have been the year before because I didn't go that year. Awesome. And it, I think I was mad because I missed the Shining, mm-hmm. which because uh, I really really wanted to see it, but I didn't know anybody that was going, and so I didn't want to go alone. Okay, that makes so that I didn't sense. go. But okay, so so now that I can answer because it's right there. I have a count. I have a horror movie calendar. I'm sorry, I forgot to there mention you go, that too. There you go. So it's the Exorcist house. I have oh. never been more disgusted and scared in my entire life in that house. The I entire think I did house that house. Like throw up. Yeah. The entire house did. It was. So I bad. did that house. I remember that one. That was oh. a, that was a great house. Oh, it was so gross. I was I so think, scared. Yeah, I think my top three are American Werewolf in London is number one. The Texas Chainsaw House they did this a couple years ago, not yeah. this year, not that this year's one. The one where they actually built out the house, that one was awesome. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't even seen the movie at the time, so I was just going in blind, and it was so scary. Oh, yeah. And my third choice, Insidious 2, was probably my favorite one, because it was my first year, 
And that was the scariest house that we went through that year. We got all the scares. That was the one that was the house that made James and I's friendship is we were <laughs> turning a corner and the undead bride popped out at us and James grabbed me and pulled me back Bro. to save my life. <laughs> wow. It was brilliant. You see how good of a friend Ryan, uh, Dylan will be to you, Ryan, if you go with him? I'll, I'll save you, Ryan. I'll pull you back. The glass, yeah, the glass screen will be the only thing stopping them. Dylan will yeah, it'll screen. it'll be me. I'll, I'll save you, buddy. <laughs> wow. Dude, how beautiful good. and valiant. Does anyone else have any Halloween things to say? Bro, my three favorite houses. <laughs> my house. None. Uh, <laughs> bro, the Hill House one. I don't represent. think there was a Hill House one, was there? Did you like, watch Hill House, Ryan? No, absolutely. Oh, I didn't think so. I'm of course, Damn, wrong movie. Wrong I need TV to watch show. The Hills Have Eyes. That's what's Craven, right? The first, the original, might be. I don't, I don't remember. I haven't seen it a long time. Cause it's gross. Hmm. I got. All right, Dylan, I'm making that list. I'm sending it to you because I have some good ones I know you haven't even heard of. Let's do. It. I might, I might edit mine. it because there might be some on there that I just not interested in seeing, and there are other horror movies. I definitely want to watch. Last House on the Left, and I don't know if you have that on the oh, list. That's so. I can add it. It's really bad, but I can I've add always it. wanted to watch it. <laughs> Do you want to watch it because Aaron Paul's in the remake? No, I want to watch it because my the way my roommate described it is hilarious. Is he's like the whole story is that Wes Craven was going to make this porno, and they had budgeted out to be a porno, and they cast it to be a porno, and they showed up on the first day to shoot. And Wes Craven's like, "Let's just make it a horror movie, guys. Why are we making a porno? Let's make a horror movie." <laughs> That makes sense. And so they sense. made it a horror movie. That makes sense. There's a there's a bit of sex in it. That makes and sense. How, he said it's one of the most horrifying things he's seen is the lot is last house on the left. And so the I'm original. like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I have no interest in watching uh, most of the remakes that anyone has ever. I might watch the Rob Zombie Halloween remake just because I'm Second curious to see better. what Rob Zombie can do. Yeah, the first. I'll watch one, both of them. Yeah. The first one's just—it's not even like Michael My. Well, well, we'll talk after. I don't want to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what are uh, what's your favorite horror movie moments um, from the one movie you've seen? <laughs> what horror movies there. have you seen, Ryan? You've seen Black I don't Christmas know. I now. Can off. I mean, well, you've seen Quiet Place one and two. That counts. Well, yeah, yeah that counts. Yeah, and you some... watched you. Oh well, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. What? what I was gonna saying? say. I was going to say, you watched that one horror movie with us on Halloween, but that was a quiet place. <laughs> Ryan, watch The yeah. Orange Man. You'll like that. The Orange Man? Discussion after. I just wanted to leave that in there. <laughs> just a little sprinkle. <laughs> wanted to plug it in. Yeah. Um. Again, like we talked about before, but if it's really like demonic horror stuff, like Insidious and stuff, like I really don't ever want to touch that stuff no, but if it's more cool. slasher stuff he's a son of christ and he won't go anywhere near it that's true <laughs> and if uh yeah if it's like slasher stuff or things like a quiet place or alien like again i wouldn't consider those mm-hmm. too um like horrific for me to watch or anything like that my cat is meow she's Coco. distressed all this talk about the horror films she said she's ryan scared. don't watch horror movies <laughs> those are scary you have nightmares. Read me. Uh, Read not, not, not me. Little Shop. That's a horror movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. I would watch that. I would consider. Is that on your October list? Because it's not it a horror was. movie. But oh, it I was would... though. Because everyone. Yeah, was, yeah. The okay, with all this talk, the list. You're gonna have to post it on our yeah. social media or something. I will do it. Like I, if I you send it to me it. when I when I put up the Instagram post, I will attach. I will do a screenshot of your all list. Right. Um, you can make or you thirty-one can days of horror movies. Just make the revised one and be like, "Here's the official." 
yeah, that, that's what I'm doing so now. That's why I'm looking to go it, find it. So for twenty for in one year next October, you can do it. You can participate. I want to see what's on here still. Oh, you know what was really weird too? I don't know if you remember this. I had like specific days for like specific movies. So like Halloween was Halloween. The twenty fifth yeah. was Krampus because it's like twenty fifth. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Which I'll honestly, if you want to watch it, Dylan, I'll keep it. But if I could replace it with Black Christmas too, honestly, I would love that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite number is fourteen, so I put Alien on fourteen. And then oh, his twenty eighth was twenty days later. So I did like cute little stuff like that. I thought it was fun. And then he has to he has to flick a light off three times before he exit each room, and he has to, <laughs> or otherwise he dies the next day. He every pencil has to be lined up straight on his desk. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan. Okay. I'll revise this and I'll send I'll send you a good list. I'll I'll make it of good stuff and then you can change it however you want. I love that. You heard it here first, folks. We're putting out our our twenty twenty two thirty one days of horror movies list now and then we will repost it in a year so that yeah, you get I... the so you can watch it then. I got to really edit this because there's like three different Saw movies on here and two of them mm-hmm. are bad. Um, two Alien gonna, movies that don't matter. So. I'm going to go through and see if I can find 25 Christmas movies that I want to watch. And Dylan, if I'll I can, help you with that. I if can, I can, I can we'll, we'll do it. And then on the and then for Christmas, we could do our Christmas episode where we could talk about the highlights. We could do a Christmas special where we talk about the highlights. We just do like 45 minutes or something. This went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Seeing as how we were supposed to only talk about two movies, but <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that is genre. not. I could talk all day about movies. Horror slasher movies bad, genre but... is just so so wide. Well, half of this was also Halloween Horror Nights. So that is true. Yeah. Good luck with the timestamps on this. Hey, you said yeah. Halloween special, so this is technically a Halloween special. That's the main true. theme, which is slasher movies. It all counts. We've seen. So, thank you everybody for joining us for this slasher spooktacular about all the horrifying slashers and Halloween Horror Nights stuff we talked about. Have fun on Halloween, everybody. Halloween's coming up in a couple days when we're recording this, and it'll probably be... You'll probably be listening to it on Halloween, to be honest. I will. So, (laughs) have a good Halloween, everybody. Get a bunch of candy. Make sure you check your kids' candies, yeah. (laughs) They do... Is that you, Ryan, or was that the cat? It's me trying to make (laughs) the cat meow. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Aww. (laughs) So nice. She's just purring right now. Okay, now that was the most frightening thing we <laughs> discussed so far. Yikes! Cut that out. Get nah. rid of it. Leave spuds in there. Where's Mason to do his his lion roar? The goods? What? You haven't heard him do it. You haven't heard Mason do like his kind of like lion imitation. He like does that. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to do that. No, I mean the most. I wish I didn't have to make the noise to make Ryan understand what it was. You know what I'm talking about now, right, Ryan? But I mean, the most iconic thing he does is the moaning beatboxing. (laughs) I've never heard that. I just realized. So for Black Christmas, do you want me to put one of the uh, the newer ones that you haven't seen, or do you want just the classic because it's just good? Uh, you can just do the classic. I feel like there's other horror movies that I haven't seen. Like I feel like I could fill 31 horror movies that either i really like or haven't seen that should watch and I, I don't think I'm black christmas falls into either of those categories i'm definitely throwing in some you haven't seen that i want like i mm-hmm. think you should like like strangers will be on here it's not i will literally 
I will literally not watch another horror movie for a year. Like, uh, I will not literally not <laughs> watch a, a new horror movie for a year so that next October I can just watch all of the hits and movies I haven't seen for a whole month. I will do it. I just Dude. realized I haven't even seen my horror movie of the month, which is Last Night in Soho. I have to go see that when it comes out. Uh, next year's this... Halloween special is going to be like two parts. <laughs> all right. Intense. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you have oh. a great Halloween. I think that is all the time we have. Thank you, Sean, for coming out. I think you, I think we had a lot of fun talking about these horror movies, talking about Scream and Halloween and mm-hmm. Black Christmas. Thank you for watching Black Christmas in preparation for this and putting in the work and having Any. some great thoughts about it. Thank you, Ryan, Any. for watching Black Christmas, even though you hate ho- horror movies. Next Halloween, we're going to make you watch like four of them. I'm going to make you watch Amazing Spider-Man. Because we got to pick a different genre other than slasher, so it's going to be... Like I was I, I was waiting. I, I had it. I had it boiling my head. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, don't you know, Dylan? <laughs> God damn it! This is his haunting. Oh no! I mean, Ryan could watch like the originals, like the black and white ones for next year. Or we could do like classic, classic, like Universal Monsters or something. Or if yeah. you're gonna do the 31 films, I mean, you gotta talk about the highlights. Oh of the... yeah, duh. You I guess do, like so, the yeah. big hits. Okay, I'm making it now then so you can continue your outro. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, have a good Halloween, everybody. Thank you for listening. Make sure you listen to our show this week, which is going to be about Dune. Like, our actual official show for the week is Dune. And make sure you listen next week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>